0: hello welcome along to a brand new baffled this is the show that sorts out the amazing facts from the ones that really are nonsense and deserve to be chucked away forever we bring you nine facts every week and we try and sort out how good they really are my name's dan i've got three for you Uh, i've got facts about snoop Doggy dog thank you i said it properly Uh, taylor swift and also what you can actually do if you ruled the country
1: mark's here as well hey mark Hey, how you doing? Uh, Right, we love them. Where do sayings come from? I've got another two for you today. They're the bread for a fact about misbelief.
0: (laughs) And also Connor's here as well. Connor, what have you brought for us today? Hello, gentlemen. So you
2: won't eat chewing gum ever again when I'm finished. Uh, Think before you get a hole
0: in one in Japan. And what year are we actually in? (laughs) When you are finished. Gonna be one of them shows, I think. Stick around; it's a brand new baffled.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing.
3: Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: Listen, before we get into the facts, just a very quick badge update. So you know that if you want to be one of the exclusive people uh, that gets the first range of baffled merch that we're putting out there, you need to email us at info uh, with proof that you're getting someone else listening to the show, that you're getting subscribers. Uh, we, we've had some pretty amazing ones on there. We've had some photos, some screenshots. We've also had videos, which I quite enjoy. That There is a problem though. Um, and I'm surprised by the problem because I think, you know, we're a fact-based podcast.
1: We've got smart listeners. You should have worked these things out. But M- Mark, there is a little issue, right? There is a little issue. There is a lot of people emailing me or emailing us, which comes through to me, and saying, I want a badge. Look, I showed my friends your podcast. Here's a video. Here's a picture. Here's just me saying it. Please believe me. Give me a badge. You know what? You've passed the criteria. I will give you a badge. But where, Dan, should I send it? Exactly. We can't. Where? Yeah. We can't. Where? If you want a badge, send me your address. We can't okay, I don't like it. this
2: sarcasm that we're giving to the listeners.
1: We can't, ju-
0: we can't just guess it. No, I'm, I'm not being sarcastic at all. I'm, <laughs> we're being straight off where do we send it to oh, yeah. with, with our facts like this you know with a fact show we can just google facts you can, we can do what Connor does just click on the first article that comes up on google get your facts from there we cannot do that for your address so if you do want a badge you need to send us over proof that you're getting subscribers involved that you get like one other person to don't even subscribe one other person to listen to the show but you need to send in your address
1: exactly and we should say the address is all dealt with under GDPR. Just to say that, but yes, please send us your address so we can actually send you a batch. Otherwise, What's GDPR. Great. Okay. It's all to do with data protection. It's not fun for a podcast, but it just needs to be said. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs>
0: Moving on. Yeah. So, email us the proof that you are getting at least one other person listening to info at baffledpod.com. Very excited to see more examples
1: that get floated around. Really, really excited for that. Uh, and you'll I've be enjoyed the them so far. I like they've been a complete mixture of things that have come in. Some people um, have sent us pictures of themselves, going, "Look, this is me." And I've told the people we've had quite a few of those. Uh, we've had some people who have screenshot messages. We've had some people. We had a video that was. I think it was about, well, the very first one we got in was a video where it was like, will you listen to the podcast? Yes, I will. And they were socially distancing and wearing masks. So thank you very much for protecting, protecting the world. I enjoyed that because I feel we may, I may have
0: started this podcast by being a bit down on you listening. But I mean, what you are sending in is pretty great. Like you put these things out there and you just get so creative with it. It's just, we need your address. So if you've sent it in so far and not put your address, just fire over another email and let us know where you are. Right. We're a fact-based podcast. Shall we do some facts? I think we should. About Connor, time, Connor. You've been suspiciously silent. You can yeah, go I, for- I let I
2: let you two just get to the business end. I was just scrolling through Instagram at that point, but yeah, I'm ready to go now. We'll go. A piece of ten thousand year old chewing gum was once found. I'm going to need some more on this. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> People who do gum are doing something that has been around for longer than they actually realize. So in May of 2019, Communications Biology published research done on gum made of birch bark tar that was around 9,540 to 9,880 years old. So when it was analyzed, scientists discovered DNA that belonged to ancient Scandinavians who had chomped down
0: on the tar gum thousands of years ago. So this is... I think they they call kind of this era, it might be a bit earlier, but they call it the Paleolithic period. So these are like, when we, like proper cavemen, really, uh, we were hunting and gathering and they were just like chewing away on, on tar. Is that right?
2: On tar, basically. Yeah. So, you know, everybody who thinks that chewing gum has always been what we see it as today. Um, well, you're wrong. It was actually birch bark tar Like 9,800 years ago.
0: I can't. And figure out why? Because cavemen, Mm. I imagine, didn't have the cleanest of breath anyway. They weren't, you know. And I can't imagine
1: that would have given you that minty, fresh feeling. So
0: why, why, why were they doing it? Just to keep busy?
2: Well, this is the thing, you know, like it's one of those facts again, isn't it? Where it's like, you know, is it legit? Was it actually chewing gum? Or is it just the case that DNA was found on this thing? How can we prove that they chewed it? You know, there's lots of aspects here, but it's kind of exciting, isn't it? And fun to think of these cavemen just pop in tar halfway through the day to have a little chew. Are you going to answer any of those questions?
1: No, I'm not. No, I'm, I just, just have throw them out go. into the ether, let them sit there. Someone will answer them. Yeah. It's, you know, like, it's like, thank you to the listener, by the way, I should say, who answered Connor's question from last week that we couldn't be bothered to answer about why Alexa is called Alexa. Yes. From two, from two weeks ago, even.
2: Thank you for that. That article was actually really good and I, I enjoyed that. You see, this is what I love. People that bring me the answers and you used to don't do that.
0: No, because we've got to do our own, uh, which you're meant to be doing. Uh, so, w- well, don't leave it hanging, Connor. Why is Alexa called Alexa?
2: Well, Alexa's called Alexa. I haven't actually read the full article you yet. Just <laughs> just... <laughs> you just
0: said the article was great.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is great. I just have. I oh just my God, thank you so much. Yet. I
1: read your article, it was absolutely <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I signed my own fan mail too, guys. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Absolute rubbish. That's not getting cut. That is not getting cut out. No, it doesn't need to be cut. I, thank you for sending it, but I need to get around. I've got a busy you, schedule, you know? You,
0: you, are, you are the worst kind of, you, of influence. So that's what you are. Like the people on Instagram that say, hey, I love this brand new fitness thing. You can shed all your pounds just by having this one milkshake a day. And then you have a little picture with it and then you chuck it away and you go out and you, you smash out loads of exercise because you don't want people to know that's how you actually get thin and fit. And you are exactly the same as those.
2: Absolutely not. Couldn't, could I find that quite offensive. Have everything you've said to me in the how many twenty episodes of this podcast,
0: that one hurt. Well, it's, but it hurt me, and it hurt people listening. That you were, yeah, I've, yeah. Thanks for sending me your. I'll get round to it. it. I loved. I read every single word of. I'll oh, get round to Connor? it, No, I didn't actually. <laughs> I'll get there. I'll get there. Okay, it's on my list of to dos. Right. Okay, hang on. I, I will literally do it for you this second. Um, I've got a few TikToks to make and then I'll get to it. Alexa got its name. Uh, Alexa was named after the palace, the library, the famous library of Alexandria in Egypt, uh, which contained up to 400,000 scrolls, 1,000 bits of its work. So it was named as a, uh, an, an homage to the library of Alexandria. This article, it's five paragraphs long. Yeah. Easy reading, really, isn't it? Could have done it over my morning coffee, didn't I? Well, apparently... That was sent by someone very, very smart who listened to the show. This is our own research and stuff. So there you go. Uh, We cover all bases with our baffling facts. Uh, Right,
1: that's fact one done. Uh, Mark, give us your first fact. The calling of shotgun for the front seat is based on horses. So, you know when you get in a car and your mate's driving and you yell shotgun to get that front seat because you want, you know, comfortier seat in the car, get to control the music don't have to be crammed up in the back with whatever's in there and still less leg room. Do people still do that? I, I stop, stop doing that when you're about 90. Yeah. I, have, I have stopped that. What I mean. I, I feel like we have grown out of that, but I feel like it still happens. Okay. Yeah. So the reason for that is that the front passenger seat in a vehicle next to the driver is called uh, the shotgun armed guard on a horse-drawn stagecoach. And that is where it comes from. So it's all based around when it used to be uh, a horse-drawn cart, the person who would sit in that seat would have the shotgun because they would be the armed guard.
0: Wild West kind of territory, I'm feeling.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So when driving around in a horse-drawn car, and there was a big possibility you were going to come under attack, that is what that person was there for. So not to control the orcs lead, but to kill and attack anyone who was going to come and try and loot your stuff.
2: Wow. I never knew that. I like that. I've used shotgun a lot. It used to be a thing. It caught used to
1: cause a lot of rows that back in the day.
0: It can't it can't cause rows because it's a an immediate decider unless well, no, yeah, but, but there
1: was always the discussion of is the shotgun rule you have to see the car no, when you call it. shotgun. There it was easy. always a lot of
0: discussion around the rules it's easy. of shotgun. The rule, the rules are easy. You have to be in sight of the car. The only problem is is when someone calls when the driver calls reload. You know, it's only the, yeah. the the most you can get is a double-barreled shotgun. So if you've got a driver who likes to take the piss a little bit, then you might be very quick with the shotgun, and then they'll wait until the last possible moment, then call reload, and then y- your plans are up in arms there.
2: Yeah, but you've got to be clever. Do you know what I mean? Like you just got to be clever with it. You're not going to if you if you're a driver and you care about your car. I'm not calling reload too close because otherwise everyone's kicking it and they're trying to get in it. And who's oh kicking, no, who's, what mates do you have what like fight, fighting to get the front seat? It's just like
1: oh mate, grow up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I grow up. We've yelled shotgun and that will be the rules. Grow up and stop using childish ways to get the front
2: seat.
0: I just, yeah, it's just, you know, simple, isn't it? It's just shotgun. Yeah, have it, mate. Go on. I just did a lot of driving last week. I drove mates down to Cornwall and back and it took seven hours to, on the yeah, way home. You know. and, I, and I was doing the driving and you realise, because I like driving because I like being in charge of it. Like I reckon I'm a pretty poor backseat driver. Um, but if you're driving and you've had a long week on holiday and seven hours and everyone else is asleep, I mean, honestly, it's the worst position to be in. It was turgid. I would have given anything to be in shotgun in that situation. I feel
2: yeah. for them more than, more than, out more
0: the than you, Dan. Blasting out the tunes? Seven oh. hours
2: in a car with you, mate. Oh, what a dream. What Talking a dream about I mean? all these things that people don't know, like the different times and... Well, that was the Pedoskepian times. The,
1: the, one, the one thing. Hang, that hang on, one to one, one
0: second, Mark. One second, Mark. Connie, you do realise that's the purpose of the show that you've signed up for is to tell people things <laughs> that they don't know about. No, no, no. The purpose of this show is to dig deep in facts that we think are either really good or complete and utter nonsense. Yeah, but by doing that, we're bringing people facts they don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to give someone a fact that they already know. The sky is blue. <laughs> nonsense or not. So you, you saying,
1: having a go at actually, that. the sky only appears below. There you go. Well, you know, look,
2: when I was employed for this podcast, I don't think they looked at me as the most intelligent folk that's going to bring education and information to the yeah. listener.
1: Mm. No.
2: You know, am I right in thinking that, Mark?
1: Oh, God, yeah. You were not.
2: Well,
0: there not, we go. You, you know, were sorry. not Surprise, into this podcast you were. In your brains. You yeah. we were actually, Connor. Really were. They looked at you and thought, genius. We need, to get him. we need to snap him up before he's taken on by another fact-based podcast. I'm good at maths. Right. Let's have my first fact of the day. Um, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Doggy Dogg, the D-O-double-G, at one point called Snoop Lion, I think. He employs hmm. someone to come around with him every day and, and rolling him a joint. That's yeah. his job. Someone's job, and they're paid up to $50,000 a year for that. Jeez. Yeah. That's, to do, that's, to do, that's to do his, that's, that's their job. And he, Snoop Dogg, I won't do the accent. I won't, I won't do his voice. I can't. I'm not that chilled out enough to do dog, I don't know
2: what I see. You ain't on me.
0: I I can't do the the low thing. But he says this dude is like Lurch from the Adams family. Uh, he just if if there's something I need and you're great, I am gonna hire you. That is his occupation. He wanders around with him. Snoop Dogg says he's very very busy and he doesn't have the time to do that. I think he probably does have the time to do that. Um. Yeah, what would you? I'm thinking, what would you pay someone to do for you? Like, if you could cut one pretty menial task from your life, what would you pay someone to do?
2: Probably, I would probably. Do you know what really gets to me? Find facts for you, probably. No, it's putting the duvet on. Oh yeah, I had to do. I had to do that last night. Oh. Like putting it inside the the thing. It's like if you're on your own with that, it's such a nightmare. I feel I find- like.
1: That you only ever feel defeated after you do it.
2: Yeah. And you never just, get, you never oh, finish yeah. it and
1: go, oh, yeah, that was a good one. You're always like, oh, yeah. that was a pain in the backside.
2: Also, as well, like sieving through my pants and socks drawer and throwing away the ones that have got holes in it. I hate that job, yeah. man. That was my head in.
0: It's, um, I'm all right with the duvet because I like kind of getting up inside it and giving it a shake. I cannot do the sheets. Like putting a sheet on the bed is the hardest thing ever. I have to buy the elasticated
2: corner ones.
0: Yeah, but it's still a bit of an issue because they're all tied in. Um, yeah. What else? So, Mark, mm. Mark, what would you do if you like? You can't can't be sh- can't be uh, bedding based. If you could employ someone to do one like pretty menial task for you, what would it be? Edit this pod. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <gasps> um. Probably take the bins out. No, no. Oh, I feel oh. that you're Mark, on... think this through. You yeah. haven't thought that's this tough. through. Twice a week. Twice a week, I've got to do bins and recycling down three flights of stairs, and the recycling bag is super thin and it never really fits in. And then you put a bit of cardboard in there because that's where it lives, but it's too sharp and it goes through the hole, and you go, and suddenly you've got a hole in the recycling bag. You've got to put it in a second recycling bag, which is probably worse for the environment, but you're doing it and you are. Oh, it's a nightmare. Twice a week, I go through this. What you need to do
0: now, I'm going to give you another chance on that because you know we're a a, pop, a popular podcast taking the world by storm, smattering show business, redefining the industry. And I just want to remind you, Connor's yours is putting the duvet in, Mark's yours is taking the bins out. Snoop Dogg's is someone rolling him his joints. So you know, yeah, we I, can, think, we I think I think that, that is a very
1: fair it. difference between us and Snoop Dogg. Do I don't think anyone's ever up. looked at us. And gone, yeah. You and Snoop Dogg live really similar lives. I don't know what you're saying about that. Con- uh, Con- Connor, know- Connor will be offended by that.
2: Did you know as well that um, Snoop Dogg uh, uh, taught his son how to roll and smoke a joint at the age of eleven, so that he knew how to do it right?
0: Oh, wow. so what? He did he do it, or did his profession? Thing is, I reckon Snoop Dogg, like your dad, might be really excited to show you how to ride a bike. Show you how to put the duvet, and show you how to make all your TikToks. Yeah. Yeah. But this is Snoop. Dogg. Like this is what he wants a kid for. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, I'm all I'm here
2: for it. If you've got that amount of money around you, I'd be getting people to hold my joints, wouldn't you? Connor, give us your second fact of the pod. I will give you uh, my second fact of the pod. So let good. me <laughs> good, we're on the good because party. that is what you were paid to do. Let me just get that up for you. Uh, Japanese golfers have hole in one insurance. Uh, I love this. I really did love this. So nearly an estimated 4 million golfers in Japan make sure that they have hole-in-one insurance before they take a swing and have been doing so since the first such policy was offered in 1982. So basically, amateur players pay a premium of $65 a year for $3,500 of coverage. So the extra cash comes in handy if a golfer nails the impressive feat. And he's then expected to celebrate by paying for food, drinks and gifts. Because, you know, if anyone plays golf here, whenever you get a hole in one, you're the one that has to go down. That's really, I don't really understand why that happens, but you're the one that has to go and buy all the drink and all the food. There's insurance in Japan to cover that.
0: It's not everyone. I mean, it, it's a similar thing here. You're t- saying, why does someone who gets a hole in one has to do that? Well, it's a similar thing in the UK when it's your birthday at school. You have to give people the sweets. What's that about? Why don't people bring you the sweets? I've never understood that. I don't think people, are, the, the hole in one, do they have to buy everyone something or surely it's just,
1: you know, your mates? If you're there no, with nor- like five nor- people. Normally it's whoever's in the clubhouse. So as you go into the clubhouse, you've got to buy everyone a drink. And it's uh, it's very common in the UK as well. I mean, I, I have, I've just renewed my travel insurance and there is a golf section in there and I opted out of the hole in one insurance because <laughs> it ain't happening. Well, you actually've like, seen like, this. Like, thing. Like, yeah, it's, it's a genuine option. Like, wow! Yeah, it's a, well, I think it's, Japan potentially is quite big for it, but it's a very popular thing worldwide. How do
0: you prove it, though? So, why can't, why isn't this a massive loophole where people could say that they had a hole in one, say that they had to buy, you know, a clubhouse worth of, of beers
1: and just like
0: exploit it and get loads of
1: cash? My guess is that you have to prove it by showing your scorecard and your scorecard has to be accurate for your handicap. And that has to be attested by another person as well. So I'm guessing that because there's lots of levels, you have to go through and prove it. But I don't know. I mean, it probably is fraudable, just like anything is oh, But It's, it's complete
2: and utter nonsense, isn't it?
1: Connor. It is a little bit ridiculous.
2: Yeah. Mark, yes, does, mate.
0: Know. Mark does know how to dole down a fact with specifics, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, I know. I
1: just want to really get the fraud details oh. in So
2: there. we're talking about a hole-in-one insurance, and it's just like, seriously...
0: Oh, Connor has woken up on the wrong side of that ill-made bed today, isn't he? It, oh. You are Aggie today, Connor. Do you know what, Right, No,
2: I'm, I'm in a good mood. But the, the comment earlier, it's, it's got to me about the fact that I'm an influencer who... No.
1: What, what, exactly. You're not an influencer. You've rustled the feathers. I'm, very, I'm, very, I'm
2: with you there. I am an influencer. I'm getting... You ruffle feathers, Connor. I'm getting... I'm Yeah. There we go, anyway. This is the but founding
1: this, member of Bibbs is talking about. Of course I'm an influencer.
2: This is absolute nonsense. Can you imagine actually ringing up your insurance company and being
1: like, yep, need, need that two and a half grand, just got a hole in one. It's also, it's one of those things where it's like, it's an amazing moment that you're like, oh my God, I've got a hole in one. And then you're saying like, oh, this is yeah, going to so expensive. Yeah.
2: You just got your hole in one and you're on hold to Admiral on the
0: hole nine for what? 10 minutes. You say that though, so... The whole, I've just done done a quick Google. Uh, The odds of making a hole in one, apparently, I mean, there's so many different variables at play. A 12,500 to one. What are the odds of other things that you would then get insurance for? What are the odds of a car accident?
2: Well, probably a lot higher, right?
0: Probably much
2: less. It's also the payout, isn't it? You know, like, this is $65 a year for 3500 of coverage in a car i mean you know i've had a crash before and the insurance company had to pay out nearly 15 grand
0: Fifteen thousand pounds.
2: Fifteen thousand a shabangers that's
0: a big car crash
3: that's like, well no, you it do? Was,
2: no it wasn't actually a big car crash i think the guy was a bit of an insurance jobby and he claimed whiplash on all four people in the car that's like two grand each as it is that's eight grand gone
0: does that mean it was your fault connor
2: Do you know what? Yeah, it was technically it was my fault. I I did hit him in the back, but it may, he literally slammed on the brakes on a roundabout because he said there was a pigeon there. Like, I just don't, I'm not buying it. But anyway, it (laughs) happened five years ago. We've moved on from then. And you know I forgot about that moment. It
0: did get me very angry. He
2: did get out of the car as well. And he was ready for a little bit of a bit of a bit of a scruff.
0: Mark, when you're editing this, how many of the facts ends with Connor going, right, that happened, we've moved on, let's go.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is kind of like that. Connor goes, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Like, you'll talk about it for about five minutes and go, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Mark, give us the second fact of the pod. 7% of American adults, bear that in mind, American adults, believe that chocolate milk
2: comes from brown cows. Oh, mate, please. No. 7%.
1: 7%. It's Do you want to know how million. many people 7% is in America? 16.4 million American adults. Well, just
0: look at the, the odds are, I would imagine we've got more than 100 American adult listeners. So the likelihood is seven of those think that this is the
1: case. Up okay. until this if, moment, let if, me educate you and say, that is not how you get chocolate milk. Yeah. Brown cows also produce normal milk.
2: Yeah, if anyone is listening to this and believes that, like...
0: <laughs> no, I was, I, I, mean... was mean early, I was mean earlier on and you were kicking off. You can't be mean.
2: I'm not being mean. That's just, like, ridiculous. Do you know Like, I'm not? I'm not the brightest of sparks, but come on.
1: You were I very... should also say, this isn't necessarily picking on America. This is just where the study happened to be. Yeah. So if American listeners are like, oh, they're taking the mick out of us, it could easily be the percentages higher in the UK, but no one's ever done the study. Do you, you know, know I, I once knew a
2: girl that ate so many olives that her poo was green.
1: <laughs> oh, why does it always come back to poo with you? Seriously,
2: yeah. and it's it's a childhood of memory of mine. It, it it yeah, it was green, and it, I was probably
0: about five. Why were you so you you went out with a girl? Yeah, you need a few answers, okay? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm here oh, for that. I'm the, the answers. One, why were you five years old going out with a girl? Two. Why were you five years old? looking at another five-year-old girl's poo. Yeah. Okay, so... grew Also,
1: up with why her? are you looking at someone else's poo regardless of how N- old right. you are?
0: Grew up with her,
2: okay? So I was around the house. Mums were together having a coffee or whatever they're doing. Rosé in the garden. We're playing. She's gone to the toilet. She's screaming, Mummy, Mummy, my poo's green. I'm five-year-old Connor. I'm seeing that poo. Right, here's another question.
0: What circles are you moving in the You know a five-year-old who's eating olives? Yes, right, okay. This is another thing. Oh, I'm posh. You think I'm some
1: sort I'm of saying, like... Is this accent all just a no, thing? I'm... You just get off of here and go, oh my God, I tell you what, that was very <laughs> hard to keep that up for a day. Yeah, she I was eating olives.
0: Yeah. You, you, you don't keep it quiet that you're posh. The other day we were prattling on about you buying lo- loads of uh, incredible clothes when you were like 17. Look, she 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 enjoys green olives. I'm, I'm all there for it. So, how, why were you going out with a five year old girl?
2: I wasn't, no, go- no, listen to me. I grew up with her. not uh, once I did joke, I say yeah. I was on a date with her at five. We weren't going down Timbuktu for a quick one, two. It was literally, <laughs> I grew I up you with being, her.
0: You're five years old. You sat at the table. Um, uh, Madam, monsieur, would you <laughs> like a starter of olives? Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please.
1: I don't yeah. want green poo.
2: So, and uh, her mum listens to this podcast. So, hello to you. You know who you are. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: right, there's, there's a shout-out. You remember when your daughter used to poo green stuff because you used to force-feed her olives because you were out on well the in a garden we've told with Thousands your posh of
1: friends. listeners about it as well.
2: Not, like, if you, you know, like, on the, okay, so you know an Oyster card? Yeah. Um, Ooh, you know this the is green, fun, it? this is it's be only because I've got it now. in front of me. You know the green bit of the Oyster card? Oh, this is niche. Go on, it was yeah. It was like that. It was that level of green. Like, you I know, enjoy it, how much this has stuck with you. Honestly, Mark, like, I
1: can't remember before five. Is but this no, your just, first memory? Just the fact that you're like the green on an Oyster card, which by the way, last time I checked an Oyster card was blue. Is <laughs> but this anyway, your first memory? This is a very early memory for me, yeah. But vivid.
2: I can still see the shape and the oh, detail I of the poo. I
0: know, I know, yeah, I, I believe I'm, you. I'm, I'm getting that idea. The way I will end this section of the show, Yeah, um, and I don't, I don't want to spend too much time, I'm going to mention Bibs very, very briefly. Uh, what are you as being the most accomplished turder of the podcast what have you eaten that has colored your poos okay so i once actually
2: um swallowed a little plastic bullet from one of my guns when i was a kid and was pooed this it out. Was this, when you were a,
0: was this to get ready for you shoving up bullets up your bum when you're a spy
2: yeah and yeah and I I, I I i pooed out the the bullet hole and just cleaned it up and
0: off we went right let's have my second fact of the podcast Taylor Swift. Oh, has, Dan.
2: No. Is this because you've got the Guinness World Record? I'm Actually. Is this where you're going with it?
0: So here's the thing. In my mind, in do you think that just every time anyone mentions Taylor Swift, I'm looking for an excuse? Uh, yeah I, 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 yeah okay, I, I, do true. you know what i'm i'm here
2: for it mate if if i had the taylor swift record you had I, if i was if i was on the underground and i saw somebody listening to taylor swift next to me i'd give them a tap and i'd be like listen hey mate do you know do you know yeah just to let you, let, not, do you know so. who i am
0: let's clear this i don't want this to take over stuff i i honestly do not do that and if you have missed my taylor swift fact you can listen to it in earlier podcasts oh, um Basically, hello, Taylor Swift Fact for lyrics Guest in a minute. Anyway, let's move on from that outstanding world record. Taylor Swift you, has used facial recognition to see if stalkers are at her gig without people knowing. Okay, I'm all over this. So please tell me more. At one of her gigs at the Rose Bowl in LA, uh, she was she had loads of her rehearsal clips from the gig on big screens as people walked in. So okay. fans would stop, they would stare and there were hidden cameras inside those kiosks. Mm. And the the feed was being transferred to uh, some security people who were going through everyone there to see if her known stalkers were at the gig. Mate, that is absolutely mental. Is that actually allowed? I imagine it's probably on your ticket. So when you go and watch a football soccer game here in the UK, when you buy the ticket, you agree that you're image can be used for any promotional purposes you don't have a problem with being photoed stuff like that uh, i imagine it's the same this well when you buy your ticket one of the things that you're uh, paying for without realizing it in the t's and c's are that they can use your image and data as was as
1: anything
2: that is absolutely mental clever We're always mental. read the t's
1: and c's
2: so actually linking in with this i wondered if you could answer me a few questions i hear a lot about this whole data harvesting thing. Is that this? Because I don't really understand what
0: this data harvesting is. It depends what you think. Data harvesting is just when you're searching anything online, companies pretty much saving what you're searching for so they can feed you relevant ads and possibly, allegedly, do much darker stuff with it.
2: All right, There is data
0: mining as well when companies uh, look very thoroughly at what you're doing in ways that you aren't realising it, maybe your emails and stuff. Uh, and kind of sifting through, but I don't know how much that's ever been proven. Wow. Isn't it scary? I always think that when I unlock my phone with my face, I'm thinking like, yeah. is somebody cloning a Connor? Absolutely terrifying. I mean, just
1: think I, of what I don't
0: imagine that's top
1: of their priority list.
0: Just think of what you're asking your, uh, your Alexas and stuff like that will all be remembered. Uh, also, and Instagram's awful for it. I can search one thing on Instagram and I will get an ad for that. And supposedly they do different ways of doing ads. My mate's quite good at this kind of stuff. I don't believe it at all. And you're on your current TikTok wave at the moment. Just imagine what they know about you from your weird reaction videos. I know, yeah. What gets me
1: is that it's not only things that I search. It's things I say suddenly appear. Well, I've been thinking about
0: this. And I think uh, when you say something and then it ends up coming up as an ad for you a a few days later, your immediate thought, isn't it, is that, oh, they've been listening in and maybe they are. I reckon though, really what's going on is you are searching for things that you're saying without even realising it, or you're saying something because you've seen it online and you're not realising it. I think that's probably more of it than your phone's always on listening. And then every time you mention Taylor Swift, you get an album from her. Possibly, but
2: I'm not sold. I have a listening. I, uh, Yeah, I'm a little bit dubious. Is that the word? Nope. Okay. Anyway, I'll leave it out there.
0: Connor, you're a little bit dubious about that. Dubious. Yeah, there we, there we go. Well, imagine. Well, let's put this to the test. Who knows from everything you've been talking about so far, if in the next few days you get a lot of Instagram ads for olives or poo cleaners, do, do let us know. Do report back, Okay. I am yeah I will do
2: I yeah I think linking in with this um, and this is all jokes aside it does really really scare me my Alexa it does I mean the things that I speak about in my bedroom and obviously things that are private
0: my Alexa's here always plugged in is that worrying Mm, I don't know Alexa as we know famously named after the library in Egypt Alexandria like. You know, like people that commit some of the biggest crimes in
2: the world, etc. Like they can use what they've spoken about in their bedrooms, maybe through the Alexa. as
0: like, I don't know. I'm sure that's not far away, and that is getting into GDPR, which is getting into something that we said was too boring for the podcast, right? At the start. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, moving on anyway. Green poo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hi, I'm Laura Wright, and I'm here to tell you about my podcast, Music In My Life. In this series, I'm talking to some amazing guests about their favourite pieces of music. We'll be
3: delving into the music they listen to and why it shaped them throughout the years. It's like intense. It made me feel cooler and stronger and harder than I was.
1: But the man on board had had cancer. And that's obviously become a big part of my life. I can listen to it now, reminding myself where I've come from. He just completely lost it as we'd, we pulled up to the, to the hospital.
2: You can find it wherever you found this podcast. Just search Music In My Life.
0: Right, as soon as we got slightly serious there, we thought we needed to, to move on. So time for our third and final round of facts. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where we usually drop off because we've been recording a while and it's sweltering in this room so let's crack on let's make it big there you go okay right
2: this blew my mind the ethiopian calendar is seven years behind the rest of the world How? calendar facts are nuts by the way okay so in ethiopia things are done a little differently when it comes to calculating the year we're in so while most countries around the world follow the Gregorian calendar, the African nation uses its own. So both systems use the birth date of Jesus Christ as a starting point for their calculations according to Culture Tree, blah, blah, blah. The birth of the first humans also plays into discrepancy. The Ethiopian Orthodox Church believes Jesus Christ was born in 7 BC, 5,500 years after God's promise to Adam and Eve. Because of this, Ethiopia is actually around seven years behind the rest of the world.
1: That's mental.
2: Look, if anybody here who is listening is from Ethiopia, if anybody knows anyone from Ethiopia, I'd love to test how true this actually is and ask them just randomly like what year it is. Because I have never, you know, there's, is it? I, I, I can't think off the top of my head. Somebody who's famous who from Ethiopia, but has there ever been a time where this has happened? And somebody's believed they're in twenty thirteen.
1: You know, like when you land, like in an aeroplane, like and the local time is blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah reckon exactly. They go, the local time is twenty one seventeen two thousand
0: and four. Isn't it weird though? So in Ethiopia, it will be two thousand and twenty seven right now.
2: No, they're seven years behind. Yeah, But
0: if if, if, if they're taking their year dot. From seven BC, that means they've added seven years to our year. Does that make sense, Mark?
1: No. Yeah, because if they're no, it from if seven BC, no, then they're seven years behind. Because no, we started because at zero, they started at minus seven.
0: Yeah, so that means their year would be twenty twenty plus seven. Why do we always do this? So they they
1: would be at twenty twenty seven. No, I'm so goofy. look. They're seven years behind. No, so I just googled it. So it's not that they start, so they didn't start counting at zero. They started counting at minus seven, basically. So that's where they're seven years behind.
0: Uh, okay. So Whee! starting from the
1: same day, we started counting at zero. They count that as minus seven because they believe that Jesus was born seven years before Christ.
0: Ah, I get you. Uh, thank you very much, Connor. Mark, give us your last fact of the pod.
1: Do either of you know why movie trailers are called trailers?
3: Mm,
0: I've got a guess. I don't want to say what it is in case they are no, wrong. No, one guess. Come on,
1: Dan. Well, I would, did they used to be afterwards? They did indeed. They were originally shown after the film. The issue was that the audience wouldn't stay around to watch them, which made them rather ineffective. So now they're at the beginning of the film, but they have kept the same name of Trailers, but they used to trail the movie rather than precede the movie. So maybe they would have originally been called movie preceders. It's not quite as catchy though, is it?
2: I've got an issue with trailers.
1: Go on, Connor. Vent your issue. I think they
2: give away too much in the modern day
1: you're very correct they do do that
2: and it also and it ruins it I had a like, friend who refused I mean,
1: to watch trailers for about two years
2: yeah like me, me and my girlfriend when we're chilling watching Netflix which I'm finding appalling right now I have to say the UK Netflix has got really bad films on it nothing really any good so I'm sifting through and you find a film you go and look at like okay Training Day for example with Denzel Washington great film trailer mm. fantastic is, is, it,
0: is it better than Cheaper Buy that doesn't Too? oh listen to me okay got oh, God's sake
2: um but it's a you know it was a really good trailer that just teased a few things and you're like okay that looks good but then you get a modern film watch the trailer and i'd say that probably two out of the top 3 parts of the film are given to you
0: in that trailer but this isn't on netflix is it so on netflix they they will only give you like snapshots that they've kind of picked netflix whereas- don't even give you a trailer they just give you pictures yeah so but it's, i would imagine the thought there is that and they do give away too much right but modern trailers you watch it. By the time you see the film, it's a, it's a, it's a few months later, and you've probably forgotten quite a, a few key bits.
2: Yeah, you probably have as well. But when you're looking like instantly at trailers, I just think it it it's silly, really. It almost, like okay, once upon a time in Hollywood, Hollywood, the new Brad Pitt Leonardo film. When I went to see that at the cinema, I thought oh, I'll quickly watch the trailer before I went. It literally was like a four and a half minute trailer, way too long, and gave away.
0: So much of the film. I mean,
2: to yeah, be honest, four so and a half minutes is true. about
1: as long as the storyline needs to be in that
0: movie. And, and, and as soon as you know who it is the film's about, the Mansons, you kind of know what the film's about anyway.
2: Yeah, I just, I just think like, but you, know, you know, then you've got like Marvel Avengers on the other hand and them trailers are incredible. Like, you know, they, they make you so excited. You're like, oh my God, I really want to see this film. But they don't really give away Also, they much. throw in
1: a lot of Throwing a lot of misdirection as well.
2: Yeah, they do. And that's what it's all about. I hate, I hate trailers that just like give you the film. It's like... He has woken up on the
1: wrong side of the bed, isn't he? Oh, very. You're
0: a grumperson today. Yeah, I'm going for it today. And that, that's, that's where your ire has landed on the Hollywood movie industry. Yeah, I, I'm sending an email. Right, an
1: angry so, worded letter column. That'll sort it out.
2: Yeah, if anyone in the... Uh, as I always do. If anyone who listens to the pod works in the Hollywood film industry... I
1: well, imagine that. Well, I do you just get Tom Cruise coming back going, oh, I fully understand, I've got your grievance
2: as well. I was thinking this the other day, and I want, to, I want to talk to you about this. Do you reckon there's any major famous celebs that have listened to one of our episodes?
0: I would guess
2: no. You never know. You never know, mate. We've been homepage in the States, homepage
1: in the UK. I'm sure they listen to podcasts. It's almost like interesting to throw the question out of, if you think you're the most famous person to listen to this podcast, let us know, because I'm yeah. interested to know who thinks they're the most famous person that listens to this podcast.
0: Because at the minute, it's probably me. Mm. Mm, it's I don't
1: exactly think you really probably, count,
0: and it's probably me. Unless, face it, um,
1: it's probably not me. But yeah. like, I mean, us, us aside, obviously, we are worldwide famous, huge stars. Yeah, thank exactly, you very yeah. much.
2: But it's Paps out on the house now, literally, because I'm recording. It's actually ridiculous.
1: But there probably is someone who is listening to this, not realizing they're the most famous person who listens. And there's probably a load of people listening who think they're the most famous person and go, oh, well, actually, I'm quite famous. It might be me. When actually it's nowhere near there. Why are
0: they all, why are they all French chefs?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I've just decided I'll that tell, that's, that's our well, clientele listens to the so podcast. So there you so, go. I am a French chef. Oh, yes. I'll take who
2: is listening and who is very famous. Not the girl. Elsie Isla. Elsie Isla. Elsie, I know you're listening. I know you are.
0: You, right, you scared so... her. She is not listening. Oh, she is listening, but she's just running. She's hiding. So here's the thing. Well, she's not hiding far. She's the only person in the town. Here's the thing. Uh, This is, aside from the way you get badges, this is just to be like the first royal person of the show. If you want to be like the top listener so far, if you think you're the most famous person, you probably are. So let us know. It could be like terrible, terrible levels of fame. I'm just very curious to see who you are. So let us know. It's info at baffledpod.com. Right. Last fact of the podcast. This is quite obvious, I think, but it's just nice for it to be spelled out. The monarch of the UK cannot be prosecuted for any crime, which means I reckon if you were like on the line to the throne, you could kill your way to the throne. And if you weren't caught and then you got there, you could admit to
1: everything you've done and no one could do anything. Well, that's just history, isn't it? That is exactly what used to happen. You used to kill your way to the throne. We've just got know, more civilised over time. And now, but now we're, you know,
0: we're 2020, 2027, possibly. Uh, you, 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 things are, as rules are much better followed, aren't they? But the, the monarch of the UK can't be prosecuted for any crime. Mm. How is that boring you? Is that, that's interesting. Is that because they're head of everything? But it's just history. I literally learned this in year seven. No, you did There's no way you sat down when they
1: said this. I, I knew this. Um, no, I didn't know this. This is good good fact. Not any of the royal family, only the, only the head monarch. I think
0: it's only the head monarch because I think it's been done in the past when kings have been almost put under trial and they say, well, you can't, I can't give you any evidence because you are below me. So only the queen can kill. Yeah, the, the queen could she do whatever shouldn't. she wanted,
1: I think. It's more of a moral issue is, there.
0: If she was a bit bored of Philip one day, she could get out a particularly large spade. I'm surprised and- Prince Andrew devoid <laughs> all of that.
1: Someone will be sweating so, over what we're saying or or not, as the case may so be. So
0: she could, re- so yeah, she could really kind of do whatever she wants. Yeah, I mean, if I was the queen, I'd definitely kill people. Uh, well, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't kill. I wouldn't kill people. I'd commit some high-level fraud. I think. I'd rig, the, rig, I'd rig lotteries, a favourite crime of the show. I'd probably rig lotteries. Yes, yeah, so I won it all. I want to win it all. Right, we're at that point of the podcast where Connor is done. His brain cannot <laughs> possibly learn up. anything else. He is done. So uh, it's the end of this week's Baffled. What have we learned this week? Well... At least seven people listening think chocolate milk comes from brown cows. Make sure it's not you. Also, I think we'll probably start taking applications to take Mark's bins out. Uh, and also, we found out after all this time, Connor loves staring at toddler's turds. Remember, if you want... <laughs> that is just not okay. <laughs> Remember, if you want a badge, you need to prove... I know we're asking a lot of you. I'm sick of um, it. <laughs> <laughs> we need to... We need I'm to absolutely prove. sick of it. It's out of my hands
2: every week and it's just... I'm sick of it.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh I wish that Line me.
0: really got me.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just not okay. Right. Uh, I know we're asking Please a lot. listen back to anybody that has just if a mother, father, brother or sister has walked in the room and somebody in your family is listening to this podcast at the end and you've just heard the fact that I like toddlers poos, please listen back. It's all
0: I ask. Please. I know we're asking a lot of you, but really not that much. You just need to prove that you're getting one more person listening to the show. If you manage to do that with your address and send it to info at baffledpods.com, uh, then you'll be in a very good chance of getting one of the rare limited edition baffled badges also if you think you're the uh, the most famous person listening to this show more famous than connor and me and definitely more famous than
1: mark uh let us know as well info at baffledpod.com i should say on the badges we've got one less than we were meant to because the people who are printing them listen to the podcast and went oh my god i knew that's why you asked for badges and they've kept one so shout out to Catherine. she is the very first badge member because she's printing them and then stealing one <laughs> uh,
0: and we will see you next week So get subscribing, get emailing, get following, all of that. You can follow us on Instagram as well. We've got all of our handles in the episode notes and we will see you next week. Say goodbye, Connor. See you, Dan. Say goodbye, Mark. See you, Dan and Connor. I am going to force feed a young child olives that are way too expensive for it. And then I'll get a sieve and have a nice look. Oh, come on. Bye.
2: I'm so sick of this. It has to stop.